Guten Tag. How's it going? How are you keeping, guys? Um, you might uh, detect a slight, um, a slightly more serious tone in my voice at the moment. You might detect that I'm a bit less. Um, I'm taking the piss a little bit less at the moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of in a different zone. I'm not in a. I'm not in a farm for giving out about um, people on Instagram at the moment. Um, because I've got a serious podcast this week, lads. <laughs> Look at me, fucking. What's his name? I don't know. Someone's serious, anyway. <laughs> um. Um, so how are you keeping anyway before we get started? I hope everyone's had a good week and I hope you're enjoying yourselves. Um, it's almost Easter, you guys. Everyone loves Easter. Chocolate. <laughs> I spoke about this in the radio today. I was like, I don't understand where chocolate eggs came out of for Easter. I really, uh, and if someone could explain the, explain it to me, I'd be very, I'd be very happy with that. Thank you. <laughs> um, so it's actually... It is actually a coincidence, um, the fact that I decided to do this podcast on Easter. Well, the week of Easter, the week before Easter, say. Um, it is actually a genuine coincidence. Um, I didn't actually intend for this to happen, it just ended up happening. So, the po- what I want to talk about this week is religion. Um, not just... Not just organized religion in terms of the church or any sort of a specific belief. Um, I want to just talk about general um, general beliefs and superstitions and stuff like that as well. Um, quick background. I, I wanted to do a podcast on this for a while because it's something I feel very strongly about. And if you listen to this... If you've listened to this podcast before, you might have heard me give out about the church and religion in general. And I've been quite, uh, <laughs> I've been quite harsh and uh, I've uh, fairly gone at him. And um, a few things for that. A, because I really don't like it. I really don't like the church. I really don't like the Catholic church in particular. And I, I don't believe in organized religion. And B, a big thing is... There was blasphemy laws in this country up until last year. There was a vote two years ago, and now there's a vote now. And um, at the time of that vote, I was registered at the time to vote, and I was really excited about that. I was like, oh, nice one, because it was something I felt kind of strongly about. And I had a, I had kind of discussions with some of my religious friends, and they were kind of not in favour of changing the laws on blasphemy. There was a law that said if you, if, um, you could face a fine... I'm not sure if it said anything about jail time, but certainly a fine um, um, for saying something um, that could be considered grossly offensive to someone's religious belief. Now, at the time of the Constitution being written, it was a different time, and um, people 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 believed in in God. Like there wasn't any, particularly in Ireland, there wasn't any atheists around the fucking place. You know what I mean? Or there wasn't anyone. There wasn't anyone even questioning it. And someone's belief was seen as a very positive thing. And and um, and if you were to say something that would offend that, it was um, it was seen as a very negative thing um, at the time. But my point was always, at the time. <sighs> Like, some people were saying, well, you can, well, does that mean you can start saying this, this, and this? You could say all sorts of things that are very offensive to, to Muslims. You could say stuff, and is that right? And my point was always, look, I don't believe in God. I am an atheist. I don't believe in God. I, and, I've, and I have, I therefore have a very strong opinion, or I have an opinion at least, about what religion is and where it comes from. If I was to just say what I believe literally just what I believe, then um, that could potentially be considered offensive to a religious person because what I believe mightn't uh, jive too well with some of their ideas and it could offend them. So technically, my religious belief, I don't have full right to actually express it. Now that is... Yeah, it's reaching a bit. All right, fair enough. It is reaching a bit. All right, 
because no one, nobody was actually getting um, getting in trouble for it. There was a few. The rubber bandits got in trouble for saying um, communion wafers haunted bread. They got in a bit of trouble, and they, I think they got banned off RT for about a year after that. There was a few things like that, but there wasn't anything. Um, nobody was getting fined or going to prison or nothing like that. For fair enough, but um, that's just the way I saw it. And I said, well, we should, we, we should have a more just inclusive constitution if we want to kind of progress more you know what i mean and uh that law got passed and in the it was written out of the constitution um some point early last year so i'm within my rights now to say these things and it's the first time legally i could actually say um legally um i i am constitutionally protected to say fuck the catholic church i fucking hate the catholic church and i'm allowed to say that legally I mean, I could say I said it before, but now we can go on a podcast, say it on the internet, and it's okay. Legally, it's fine, which is nice. <laughs> um, so what I decided to do was I wanted to do a podcast about religion and about belief and about just my opinions on it, and I decided to reach out to some some of my friends and ask them their opinion. So I had a, like a list of questions and I kind of asked, I just asked a group of my friends and um, just said, if you, if you, if you have any opinions on this, uh, could you just answer some of these questions? So some of the questions were just, do you believe in God? Why, why not? Um, uh, questions like, do you believe in, I also said like things like, do you believe in ghosts and stuff like that? But I also asked like, do you think religion should be taught in schools? Blah, 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 blah. And I just kind of asked these questions. I wasn't expecting very, um, I wasn't expecting a lot of answers, and I, I, I wasn't expecting um, long answers. But an interesting thing happened, where a lot of people uh, replied to me with long paragraphs of of a lot of of a lot of opinions and a lot of um, a kind of a strong opinion on these things, more so than I thought they would. I thought people would have a belief, but I assume you know just the world we live in everybody has some sort of opinion when it comes to religion if you believe in god or you don't and everyone has something but people all had a very people had a lot to say and um i don't think i had a lot to play in that honestly i don't think i was um i really don't think that people were kind of going well i want to i want to express my opinion to robbie i don't think that's what they were doing i don't think they were going Oh my god, I really want Robbie to know my opinion. I think honestly, I I, I just think people enjoyed getting a chance to cuz I said I said as well, I said um just give me your opinion and I'm not going to argue with you, I'm not going to debate with you. I just want to hear opinions and get and get an idea. So I think people really just enjoyed having a space where they could just do that. I I honestly think people just liked thinking about these things and almost just to contemplate these things really. Do you know what I mean? And they just got a chance to to think about about, about these things, and um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed just seeing other people's opinions. I didn't agree. I'll get to, I'll get to what I'll get to some of the stuff what was said. I didn't I didn't agree with what people said, but I didn't get angry at anybody. No one got angry at me. It was all it was nice. It was amicable, and it was um, it was just nice to hear a difference of opinion because I got it. When people were saying certain things that I didn't agree with, I understood it, and it was a nice, it was a nice feeling because you don't see a lot of that in the internet these days. People always give out that oh, the internet's just full of people giving out, but it was nice just to see, and it's only me who saw it, so it was nice just to see um, people just expressing their opinions freely and feeling comfortable doing so. So I might um, start doing that more. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed doing that, and I think a couple of people in particular. Uh, well, a few people. I think. I think it's just a good thing to start doing. So I might start doing that with things that um, I don't know much about myself, or I don't have an opinion about myself, and just or something I don't have a very strong opinion on, at least, and just get ideas that way. Um, yeah, things like that. Um, just to get an idea of. Um, just to get an idea of my generation and my kind of peers well just my friends there was only a fucking few of my friends like I might but um yeah I really enjoyed it I really I really enjoyed it so I might start doing that more 
um, for kind of future podcasts. So I wanted, so I want to do a whole podcast on that. Um, so I want to talk about my opinion on religion and superstitions of any sort. Really, I don't believe in any sort of um, or any sort of a uh, supernatural uh, occurrences or any sort of. Um, look, I don't, I don't believe in any of that, in any um, sort of, uh, in, in in anything religious. I don't believe in any sort of higher powers or anything like that. So I want to explore why I don't believe those things, and I want to just give a case, <laughs> give a solid case for for atheism into in 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 today's world. So I want to discuss what I found. A lot of my, uh, I want to discuss what I found. A lot of my friends saying, and I want to discuss um, my own opinions on it. So, before we get started, um, before I jump into this, right? A few things. I'm gonna assume some things of you. Before we get started, I'm going to assume you believe in evolution. If you're listening to this, I'm just assuming that. Um, I. I, I I'm not like a scientist, and I'm not some sort of biologist or anything like that. Um, I'm just so I'm not going to try and convince someone who doesn't believe in evolution. I'm just going to assume that you do. I assume if you're listening to this, you're about you're around my age, and if you're, I assume if you're around my age in in today's world, you believe in evolution as a fact, right? And also, <clears throat> this is just my opinion on these things, right? This is just the way I see it. This is just the way I perceive the world. And this is just the way I see things. And so I'm I'm going to just take you through my viewpoint on these things. And I'm not going to... I'm not interested in converting people. I'm not... If you're a religious person and you really like religion. And you really like being religious. And you really like having a faith. And you find just... And you find a great deal of comfort in it. I'm, I, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to convert you. I'm just, I just want to give my opinion. I just want to give my side of things. And and I don't expect you to be converted by the end of this side. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, even in the last week, asking some of my friends their opinions, I've gotten just, a, I've, I've, I've gotten just a small bit more understanding of these things myself. So hopefully you can get a deeper understanding of my side of the camp. And hopefully, if you kind of have a certain opinion of of of, of atheism or about uh, not believing in a god, um, hopefully, I can help get rid of some of the kind of preconceived notions you might have on those things. So this is just my opinion, and um, these things are just true for me. And um, I'm not trying to convert anybody, and I'm just giving my viewpoint before we start. All right. So there you go. Alright, so let's get into it. So I've never I've never really believed in God. I've never really believed that there was a god I did when I was when I was in school I did. You know, when I was in primary school I did. Because, you know, in primary school you're taught two plus two equals four, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. God made the world in seven days. Noah put two of every animal on an ark. You're taught these things as a fucking fact when you're in school. Um, so I never... So I believed in those So I believed in those things the same way as a child believes all manner of things. You know, I believed, uh, you know, same as a child would believe in, you know, you know, Santa Claus and all the rest of it. I, I kind of view that kind of point as, as a very similar thing. Just in my own life. I just kind of, you know... Me no longer believing in God and me no longer believing in Santa were very close together. <laughs> so I would never say I was ever a religious person. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as to say that I was ever a, a Christian. Um, but um, I'm Irish, and I was born in Ireland in 2000, Millennium Baby. So, so obviously at that point, it's kind of a strange time in terms of the church. From what I know, the church was 
kind of not in full swing in terms of you know the the Magdalene laundries that were closed at that point um you know there was a lot of divorce was legal uh gay sex was legal you're allowed just be gay it was allowed now so there was state influence of the church was kind of gone but sort of public interest and public um yeah people went to mass at that time to my knowledge you know i was a baby i don't remember but people kind of went to mass so i was christened as most children today still are christened um so I was christened um, when I was a baby, um, somewhat against, somewhat against my will. So technically, I am a Catholic. Technically, um, uh, against my will, uh, as I always say, um, I didn't believe in God when I was baptized because I was a baby. I didn't have the concept, and I didn't believe in God when I got confirmed. I believed in God in the middle there, but by the time I had my confirmation, I didn't believe in God. So. I'm a bit of a fraud. <laughs> um, I don't come from a religious family. Um, my mother, again, will really not like me saying this, but uh, she's not a religious person. She's not She's not an atheist, I don't think. I, I should have asked her. Um, but last time I talked to her, she's not an atheist, but, she's, um, but she wouldn't describe herself as a Christian. Uh, last time I, I would have talked to her, but that wouldn't would have been about a couple of years ago. And that would have been her opinion at the time. Um, the belief in something, but not necessarily um, a Christian God as such, which is something I, which is something that's actually a lot more common I found. Um, so yeah, I was, so yeah, technically, so we never went to mass when I was young, ever really. If um, like, I didn't realize people went to mass for Christmas until I was twelve. That's a true story, <laughs> which is funny. I was honestly, I remember being in like sixth class and people, and I think the teacher said something about going to mass Christmas Eve. And I honestly was baffled. I was like, what the fuck do you mean you go to mass Christmas Eve? Um, sometimes we go to mass. We had to go to mass kind of once, twice a year for like remembrance masses, that kind of thing growing up. And uh, I was never a fan of it. Um, I just don't enjoy going to mass. I'm just... Uh, I've gotten better at it now, but just for lots, for a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of the time, um, I'd go to mass and I'd come out with a lot of. I don't know if anger is the right word. It just annoyed me because um, I just never grew up in it. Um, yeah, we never went to mass. I've never been to mass for Christmas ever. I don't think I don't think I've ever been to a Christmas mass in my life. I'm trying to think. Maybe when I was tiny i just don't remember maybe but i definitely haven't been other than that and i don't think i've ever been for easter either um easter if i've been for easter i'd say i went for school other than that i've never been um so i never i never grew up with these things it was never it was never a part of um, my life i didn't grow up in one of them houses with a with one you know like you go to people's houses they've got the little the little thing beside the door with the holy water in it or that fucking the picture of jesus what are they called I should probably look that up. Do you know when they have a picture of Jesus and they got that like red cross that lights up in front of them? What do they call it? There's a name for them. Yeah, I, was, I, I didn't grow up in one of those houses. Um, it was just it was just not a religious family. So, so that's the kind of that's the that's the position I'm coming from. Really, I just I just don't. There is a level where I kind of don't understand religion to a full extent. I don't understand why people. I wouldn't say I be, I understand why people believe in these things but I've just never I've never had it in my own personal life so I think maybe I come from a a certain stance that can be maybe not the best sometimes you know sometimes I can be like well why the fuck would you believe that when I suppose I've no frame of reference myself um I'm going to try and steer away from anti church talk for the moment because <sighs> And here's the thing, lads. When I asked, the biggest thing that came up for me was the biggest thing that surprised me was most of my friends actually, most of them believed in something, but weren't sure if it was what we were taught when we were younger. 
you know it wasn't they weren't sure if it, if it was, if it was I've, i got most of my friends actually said that that they believe in something but not necessarily a christian god and and aren't sure if it's if it was what we were taught if it was the man in the sky or the man in the clouds or you know all that kind of all that kind of um all that kind of idea that it's something that, which is a which is which is a fair stance it, it that's a very um that's a very simplistic nature and it's a very kind of old mentality because nowadays we know we know more about how the world works and how the universe works so the idea that god is just in the sky is uh is quite um reductionist so which leads me to my next point is why don't i believe in a higher power i mean again i'm not a i'm not a science person as such i'm a film student like and all i care about is music and films really but so i'm not gonna try and hit you with science but i mean i have a theory about why we believe these things there's something about when you look at humanity just look look at like at humans as a species when you look at these things there's I don't think there's ever been a civilization, and I think I've I've kind of looked into this and I've it's kind of I've kind of confirmed there's no civilization, no tribe, no anything from biggest to smallest that hasn't had a god or something that they worship, something that they see as greater than themselves, and something they see as as some sort of uh, of some sort of godlike entity from. I mean, we look at all sorts of history, and we all look at. I remember being in school. Was it the Aztecs? They used to sacrifice someone every day for the sun god, so that the sun would come up. Um, which I always, I always laugh at the idea of when did they figure out that wasn't true? Because <laughs> they surely they were cutting up people's heads so that the sun would come up. One day they just didn't cut off a dude's head. <laughs> and then the person like and then they realized oh shit we were wrong about that oh fuck turns out well son's got nothing to do if we chop off someone's head or not <laughs> and then the person the day before they got their head chopped off their family's turning up going what the fuck <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah there's this every sort of civilization has had some sort of religion and has had some sort of um has had something that they worship, which I don't think is um I don't think is a trivial matter. Now a big thing about why people believe in God, and this is the thing I found asking asking questions, is a few th- is there's a few things that kept coming up, but one thing is a feeling. People are basing this people are basing their belief on on a feeling that they feel something is there, they feel um, they feel that there's something greater. They feel as, uh, a big thing as well as um, you know deceased loved ones. They feel like they're here. They feel like they're here watching us, and they feel like which is again is very understandable. And again, you hear these stories a lot. Um, Particularly from kind of radical Christian groups of, and again, they're not good. I mean, there's probably religious people listening going, "Don't listen to those fuckers." But you see, like the people on the God Channel and those kind of sh- and those kind of channels, you know, um, they, they'll tell a story of, you know, they say, "Well, I've got proof God exists because I've experienced it myself," and then they'll tell a story, and it's usually based on a feeling that they've had, a feeling, a feeling that's overcome them, that they feel the presence of a God. And and also this idea of not being able to understand that this has to be uh, created. This has to have had a creator. This has to. This has to. The only way this would make sense is if. And again, not. Um, and I'm not talking about the people who um, try to debunk evolution, but. 
but just people people who believe in evolution but believe that some sort of god some sort of god engineered it um and i understand that and this idea of feeling that there's someone still there the feeling and no there's also an idea of hope i think to it as well hoping that there's something greater than this hoping that there is a purpose and hoping that you know loved ones are still are still here and they're still watching us and they're still you know and um i suppose a cynical uh um a cynical approach is going to say well loved ones aren't just you know buried somewhere in a hole you know that that they're somewhere you know um and again that's just me that's just a kind of an extreme kind of cynical example but um So, we have a knowledge of death, but no understanding of it. From that, we have an extreme angst. Existential anxiety is a thing every human has to deal with. And it's terrifying. I find this myself. Most days, I'm I'm going about my day fine. Just, but whatever will happen, whatever the fuck, I'm just going about my business... And then one day I'll just look at the sun and I'll go, oh, there's the sun. And I go, oh my Jesus fucking Christ. That's a giant ball. And I'm on a big fucking rock that's spinning around this giant ball of fire. And in the middle, and the, and the giant ball of fire is going around a ginormous black hole. And outside of that is just an infinite fucking universe that, just fuck, that, is, key, that is continually expanding. That started from a giant big bang. And then on that, after that big bang, made our planet. And then little, and little bacteria made little fish, which made little apes, which made us. And that's what fucking happened. And it's fucking terrifying. It's, it's this weird thing. Every now and again, I'll just go, Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck? And then you just start wondering, what the fuck is the point, though? You know what I mean? Not only that, it's fucking. I'm gonna die. I'm actually gonna die one day. I'm going to die one day. I'm gonna sit down and think my last thought. And my last thought will probably be something along the lines of, oh shit, I'm dying. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the best case scenario. It might be something awful. Do you know what I mean? It might be like, oh my god, I'm in such pain or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Every now and again, it'll just fucking hit you, man. It'll just fucking, every now and again, it just hits you. And it hits everybody. That's just a thing that we all have to deal with. Um, I have a theory about this. Um, so, like, all advertising is playing to your insecurities about something. Every advert, fucking, look at an advert for a fucking, for an aftershave is how the ones that make me laugh. Because you can't sell aftershave on a fucking telly, because telly is just fucking pictures and sound. So how the fuck are you supposed to sell an aftershave and how it smells? So it'll just be fucking what's his name Richard Madden and Keira Knightley wearing fucking very loose tops fucking just half riding each other on a bed while they while some fucking sexual music is playing over it so essentially and then it'll just and then what that does is they'll get so they're getting someone extremely good looking and they'll get two extremely good looking people and they'll get them to ride each other on camera and uh, not literally but and then, and then at the end of it, go buy our aftershave, right? What the fuck is that about? Like, what that's doing is it's making you in your head go, "Oh man, I wish I could look like fucking Richard Madden. He's fair sexy." <laughs> and then kind of, and then it taps into your own insecurities that everybody has. Everybody has a. Everybody hates themselves to an extent. So <laughs> there's a big part of yourself that really kind of secretly hates yourself and thinks you're a piece of shit. So there's, that side of you is getting triggered when you look at that advert and you go, if I buy that aftershave, I might be a bit more like him. That's just how advertising works. Um, I don't know, if if you don't believe me, you can just look that up. That's how adverts work. That's how they do it. They try to make you essentially buy a, a, um, a different version of yourself that you perceive to be better. Kind of go, jeez, I'll be a better person. I'll be better looking I'll be more attractive if I buy that fucking aftershave. That's just the way advertising works. 
um, I believe religion is the very same thing for existential anxiety. Advertising works off of insecurity and taps into it. So once you once you make someone insecure, they'll buy whatever the fuck you're selling. If you make them insecure enough, they'll buy whatever the fuck you're selling. People already are incredibly anxious about our existence. So if you come in describing a religion that fills whatever gap they're missing and they're searching for, they'll buy whatever the fuck you're selling. And it's a, I think it's a, I think it's just a part of what we are. I think it's just a part of what we are as as a as a species. Um, the thing about the thing about I know people who say they believe in ghosts because they've seen one or they have like felt an experience. Whenever I hear a ghost story, they've never looked directly at it. Every time I've heard someone tell a ghost story, it they saw it out the corner of their eye, or they felt a presence in the room, and they felt them walking around, and and I just think the way we feel is a very bad basis to to a feeling is a bad way to judge a belief. I think because what you feel is, is it's not always accurate. I mean, here's a good example: deja vu, for example. I mean, you would forgive somebody before they understood the the fact that, yes, it's a real psychological phenomenon and, yes, it really does happen and, yes, yes, yes. Before they knew that, you would forgive someone for assuming when they experience deja vu. And we all get that every now and again. You just feel, you just sit in a room and you just feel like you've been in this exact situation before. Sometimes I feel like I've dreamt it previously. And you'd forgive some. You would forgive someone who didn't understand it. You'd forgive them for believing that they actually really did predict that this thing would happen, even though it's a tiny little thing. Even though it's just, I predicted that I would hold this pen in this weird way, in a kind of that's or Raven type way. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, you'd forgive them for thinking that they actually predicted it, when now we know better. Um, a similar thing is, we've all had a thing where our phone's in our pocket, and you feel it vibrating. That's a big thing, you're just like, fuck, I thought my fucking phone was vibrating. You take your phone out your pocket, you see that you didn't get any message or anything, so you know, oh, it wasn't vibrating, and you know it was in your head. Because you can instantly see, like that, like instantly, see, oh no, hang on, my phone wasn't vibrating, I just thought it was, and you just kind of carry on, you just accept, oh yeah, I was wrong. It's harder to do that when you feel a ghost in the fucking room. You know what I mean? That's just the way I, I view kind of ghost stories. Every ghost story I've, I've ever heard personally kind of fits into that sort of narrative of, well, I was in bed, I was just after waking up. Or if you weren't just after waking up, you, you saw it out the corner of the room or you just kind of felt it. Nothing has ever compelled me that way. But here's the thing, it's all well and good. Now, here's where I, here's where I run into into the into a problem. Here's the big problem. Is look, it's all well and good giving reasons for why you don't believe in these things. It's all well and good giving kind of an opinion on why these things mightn't be true or why these things might be rooted in fact. It's all well and good doing that. But the big thing is Evidence and evidence and thinking things through and and really kind of thinking out and piecing things together and basing it on scientific evidence isn't the reason why people believe in religion. And um, and it isn't. I, mean, I found that with everyone I've uh, everyone I spoke to, the word that kept coming up was comfort. A lack of comfort. It was a big thing. People kept saying um, the idea of that there being something else just gives them a, f- a feeling of comfort in their lives and the feeling that um, a feeling of something greater and a feeling of something. Uh, and again, this idea of lo- a deceased loved one still being, you know, being looked after and being in a, in in a better place and and an idea and as well a hope for yourself for an afterlife for yourself. 
I hope that there is something other, other than this. You know what I mean? I hope for yourself that after you die, there is something greater and that there is something and that there is a point. You know, there's a point to this. Well, uh, people kind of say, well, if you're if you're an atheist, what's the point? Um, and that's, I think that's what it comes down to. And I think that's what, so it's all well and good if you try and give other arguments against these things. But I don't think those, those aren't the reasons people hold on to these beliefs. Um, a big thing I found with a lot of my friends, actually, is they all kind of said, look, I understand why someone wouldn't believe in these things. I actually see why they wouldn't. But... It just provides me with a lot of with a lot of comfort and a lot of guidance in my life and a sort of there's also a sort of moral scaffolding I think as well. Morals is a morals is another thing. Um, people always often tell a story of um, people will often kind of cite a story of well. You know, they'll tell a story of, well, you know, someone died and religion helps someone. The idea of an afterlife and uh, kind of help them, just uh, just help them persevere and, and, and God helps people through these things. And people, and it's, it's, and people, a lot of people have said, well, you know, how could you kind of, look at someone who believes in in God and it has helped them get over the death of a death of a son or the death of a husband and all these kind of things and how would you kind of look at that and kind of go well that's a bad thing to believe in that it is hard when you when someone pre- uh, presents you with something with something so kind of so something, something so huge you know it is hard but I bring it back to what I said earlier about uh, kind of the existential angst thing is I, I just don't believe, I just don't think that a belief in a God, and again, this is my own opinion, and uh, this is going to offend some people, and, uh, you know, and, 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 and uh, I'll, you know, if it goes to a vote or anything like that, I'll always vote for someone's right to be religious, always, you know what I mean, people have a right to believe what they want, and to express their opinions about what they want, but this is just, I don't believe a belief in a, a belief in an organized religion anyway is a good thing. I, I think organized religion is a very, very toxic part of civilization. I think organized religion is one of the worst things that civiliza- that our civilization has. Um, I, I think Catholicism is one of the worst things. And I, 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 I get into debates into into debates with this all the time about people. People think I'm. I'm, I'm overly harsh, but I think Catholicism is the one of the worst things that ever happened to Ireland. I really do believe that. I really, really believe that Ireland was a horrible, horrible place for far too long. Obviously, because of because of because of the British. Obviously, because of the British. That's number one. But Jesus, lads, like the stuff the church did is just unforgivable, and the fact that people still go to churches and give them money and will still and again it's less so people don't go to church it's going, don't go to mass as much as they used to here in Ireland like you, if you go to, a, go to mass there's fuck all people there nowadays but just the fact that some people still do honestly just fucking I just don't understand that I really don't I don't understand how you could look at a fucking story in the newspaper of, 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 a, of a priest molesting a child or a fucking what happened in them fucking laundries, lads, is, is fucking disgraceful. It's fucking disgusting is what it is. Do you know what I mean? In, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a kind of a modern society that fucking, you know, where we, we stand up against any form of oppression against women, that fucking people don't, people don't call out the church for what they did to women in this country. It's fucking horrid. Like, women were just fucking enslaved for the crime of fucking, of what? Like, do you know what I mean? It's for the crime of fucking of, of engaging in any form of sexual activity whatsoever, no matter what it was, if you were fucking, if you were raped, if you were fucking, like you were just fucking, you were literally enslaved and fucking never see your fucking child ever again. And then we found out in years later in Tomb 
what happened to some of those children do you know what I mean and the fact that there's so many people still to this, to this day like so deeply affected by what happened there so deeply deeply affected by what happened in those places and that people still still think that the church is a good thing people still kind of when you criticize religion we criticize the church people kind of go oh well look it gives people hope i don't know what hope you get out of what the fuck happened in those fucking laundries lads i don't know what fucking hope that brings anybody i honestly and i uh and honestly i get some of my friends give me shit for always bringing it up but fuck off fuck off someone has to bring it up no one fucking talks about it no one fucking talks about it all right the fucking fucking Pope sits in his fucking chair, fucking still fucking loaded to the max, living sitting on a big fuck off throne, making money off making money off covering that shit up all his fucking life. Fuck him. Fuck him. Pope Francis as well, he's meant to be the cool Pope. He can go fuck himself. Fuck him. I'm constantly should constitutionally protected to say that by the way, guys. Well done. Um But what I think it is is when people are presented with when people are given an out from existential anxiety from it's fucking terrifying being a human it's fucking terrifying when you're aware of all the when you're aware of your own death when you're aware of your own existence like we are it's terrifying and when you're presented with something that helps you get over that there's nothing quite like it it's just fucking beautiful if you if if someone arrives to you and just tells you it's okay there's a man who created the world in seven days and you go to heaven and everything is fucking great and and they tell you all these stories you don't need evidence to believe these things evidence-based arguments against religion don't haven't worked that well they do to an extent but they don't always work because that's not the reason people believe these things people don't believe these things because oh it gives us or because oh well i've actually checked the facts myself it's and, uh, and I've actually drawn this conclusion. That's not why people believe these things. People believe these things because it gives them hope. And that's why, you know, like, if you're going to question a priest, if you're going to question the church, that means you're going to have to somewhat, a part of you has to then consider, well, if a priest can do wrong, is what he's, if he, if he can't be trusted with his actions can he be trusted in what he's saying and then people don't want to have to deal with that people don't want to have to go oh my fucking god and because then you have to then you have to worry what the fuck are we doing here <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here if none of that's real people don't want to question that that's why the most that's why the most radically religious people are actually very angry like you look at a debate of a, like a radically religious person um when I'm, ta- I'm talking about Christians, and as well, you know, fucking, obviously, and ISIS and Al-Qaeda and, play- and you know, groups like that, you know, again, similar thing. It's, it's such a solid belief that if you question it, then you're make you force someone to question everything else that they don't want to have to question. Do you understand? Is that kind of clear? Have I kind of, have I kind of expressed that well enough? existential anxiety is so terrifying that you will excuse so much um, in order to not have to deal with it and we all have to deal with it we do, we all just have to deal with it Um, I'm a big follower of um, Scientology and uh, Scientology um, Scientology is a fascinating religion because when you everyone knows people when I bring up Scientology to people, people kinda go, Oh yeah, should they believe in like aliens and shit like that? Similar thing. They they're never told about the I won't get into what they believe, I might do a different podcast on that because I love it. But um they don't believe they don't believe in that in the alien Lord Emperor Xenu stuff out the bat. You have to work up in levels. Scientology works in levels. And you learn that as level three. It's called O T three. And you only get that after years and years of being a Scientologist. So there's all these benefits that's, that converting to Scientology actually does give people. It gives people this kind of, um, again, like a lot of religions, gives you a moral scaffolding and it gives you, it gives you a kind of, it also gives you like a support group and it gives you certain things. A lot of people get, 
some kind of positive benefits from it and then you learn about the about the alien stuff and every kind of ex-scientologist will tell the story of all of them say you read that about the alien stuff and go what the fuck is this because <laughs> you've done years of this religion and you find out this is what it's all about but it's given you so much in your life that you'll go along with it you're like okay fine because this is provided me with so much but Scientology is a great example of what I'm trying to get at as well look at Tom Cruise he is it's he doesn't just have wild beliefs people just kind of say oh yeah he well he's a Scientologist he's got kind of crazy beliefs no that man is a paranoid motherfucker he is mentally unwell he's 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 got he's got serious kind of issues with when you see certain things he's very paranoid he's very manic he can present himself well in certain situations but look at him in an argument with a with an interviewer find an interview with him get arguing with, with arguing with the interviewer you see a different side to him he gets very he does these fucking eyes he fucking stares into our souls and there's an anger in him there's a strong anger in that fucker also, fuck Tom Cruise, by the way. Um, every time a Mission Impossible movie comes out, every, the whole world goes, Oh my god, Tom Cruise! Fuck Tom Cruise, by the way. Massively fuck Tom Cruise. Um, if you want to know more about Scientology, watch the documentary Going Clear. Going Clear is fucking unreal. It's a great documentary. And uh, you'll come out at the end of that documentary going, Fuck Tom Cruise, he's an awful bastard. And he is. But um, anyways... There's a, there is a... To, to any sort of radical religious person there's a there's, there's a fucking anger in them there's a fucking they give you those eyes and Richard Dawkins I'm a big fucking fan of he gets in debates with a lot of these with a lot of people and sometimes it's fairly amicable and well-rounded debates and stuff like that sometimes one with for a good example is uh, look up Richard Dawkins with uh, with Bill O'Reilly or Ted Haggard Jesus, those fuckers get angry at him. Get so angry at him. And it's it's, it's the ones who don't believe in evolution who are the most angry. And I don't think that's a coincidence because they're given this data about evolution. And they must know it's true. They must look at it and go, that makes fucking sense. But the idea of questioning it means I got to question every other part of this of this thing that's a foundation of, of over which I lay my existence. I've not yet given a reason as to why you shouldn't believe in these things, by the way. I've not yet... I've run into a serious problem of... Look, religion gives people a lot of comfort and a lot of hope and a lot of... Um, and a lot of positive things. And it does, but... I wouldn't I wouldn't actually say that belief like that a solid belief is a positive thing to have because it is a slippery slope before you know it people are you know, when you, when you look at the most radically religious countries which was us for the longest time by the way was Ireland for the longest time when we had fucking Magdalene Laundries we had all these things or look at you know look at countries in the Middle East now there's still 13 countries in the world that have the death penalty for atheism death penalty for atheism like 13 countries and not and these aren't like fucking the, the United Arab Emirates I believe still has the death penalty fucking like that's Dubai everyone thinks Dubai is a nice modern city if the death penalty for atheism and religious scepticism Like these aren't good things. These really aren't good things. And I know, and I know that that's not representative of most people who want to just practice a religion. I want to, but I, I think it's a scary kind of. It's a scary, scary, scary world we live in. It's terrifying out there, and anybody who claims to have the answers is lying to you. And I think that's a good rule of thumb to live your life by. Anyone who says, yeah, everything's terrifying, it's all chaotic, it's, everything's nuts. But here's the answers. They're lying to you. They are lying. 100% they're lying. 
So I don't think it's a bad thing to have a belief. And to have an idea. Chris Rock in the movie Dogma of all films. <laughs> of all actors in all films. Um, <laughs> made a good point about religion. He said he doesn't. And this is Kevin Smith wrote this film. So it's technically Kevin Smith. Said this, he, he, he said doesn't think belief is a good thing. He said he doesn't think people should have beliefs. People should have ideas. Because you can change an idea. That's a little trickier with a belief. And he's right. He's right. Having a solid belief that this is the answer, it, it doesn't get us anywhere. And we don't know what the fuck is going on with this world. We don't understand why we're here. And it's good to have ideas of these things. It's not wrong to believe that there might be something. It's not wrong to believe these things. It's really not wrong to believe these things at all. And I don't I don't begrudge anybody who does that. I really don't. But an organised religion and a solid belief and being told this is a good thing to believe in and this is a belief and to follow a belief system only brings us to bad places. It only ever brings us to negative to negative places um of oppression um and i mean in america even to this day america what we see is seen the world over as a very advanced country but there's still a lot of anti there's a, there's a huge anti-evolution fucking body there in America. There's a huge body of people who don't believe in evolution and don't want evolution taught in schools. And there's a huge... There's a huge pushback against evolution over there because it goes against what it says in the Bible. And I'm sorry, but... That isn't factually correct. What's in the Bible isn't factually correct scientifically. Okay? Adam and Eve didn't exist. It could be metaphors. It could be a story. It could be this. It could be that. But some people don't want to question that. Don't Some people don't want to go there. And because of that, the world over, I mean, I wasn't taught about evolution in school. I don't know what it's like now. But when I was young, I was told the world was made in seven days. And it wasn't. It wasn't made in seven days. I was taught that fucking Noah put two of every animal on an ark. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. If Noah's ark did happen, there'd be evidence of fossils moving outwards from the point where Noah landed, which I think was in Turkey or something like that. That every animal would have moved outwards from there, which there's no evidence to suggest that whatsoever. There's no evidence. There was no fucking... But there is evidence... All the animals evolved where they are, or somewhat moved where they are. Kangaroos are only in Australia. There's no kangaroos or anything like it anywhere else. They're in Australia because that's where they evolved. Noah's Ark didn't happen. I was told it in school that it did. That's wrong. It's wrong. What you want to teach your own children is fine, but we shouldn't, we shouldn't be taught these things in schools. And I know they are Catholic schools, but... Um, I'd be in favour of teaching children about all religions. I'd be in favour of teaching children... Teaching children about Christianity, as well as Islam, as well as Buddhism, as well as Hinduism, as well as Judaism. I'd be very much in favour of doing that. Because you're not... You're not, like, indoctrinating children. You're not telling them what's... You're just telling them this is what... And you could say, we're Christians, we're Catholics, this is what we believe, but this is what they all believe. I don't see why there's anything wrong with that. And um, I'd be majorly in favour of doing that. So I don't think organised religion is a good idea. I'm against organised religion. But I'm not against an idea or a feeling or sort of being able to discuss these things. Like what I've done here is discuss these things. I'm just giving my viewpoint on these things and I've spent the week getting other people's viewpoints on these things and it's kind of started a dialogue and it started 
questions in my own head about certain things and the way I think about certain things and maybe what I'm saying here has made one or two of you kind of question certain things as well you know and their ideas and I think if everyone exchanges ideas only good things happen you know I've definitely learned things from people over the last week and maybe you've learned a couple of things maybe from listening to this maybe maybe not but there's nothing wrong with that and I'm not telling you what to believe and you're not telling me what to believe and I, there's nothing wrong with that um, and we need to be cautious of how susceptible we are as a, as a as an animal to to believing in in, the, in these things and falling for these things and how we want there to be something so when someone comes along and says that they have the answers it's very tempting to to believe in these things but but if someone says they have the answer they're lying but that leads us in our last problem of what is the point and people always say what is the point if there is no god and you're an, if there is no god if you're an atheist and there's no god and there's no afterlife there's no right there's no wrong no sin what is the point well that's where i want to get to now so if you're listening to this this is again my own opinion so take it or leave it you can say look rob i don't believe that at all i think you're full of shit that's fine take it or leave it no problem at all you can say that's bullshit you can say that's interesting robbie or you can take it on board that's fine this is just my own opinion so the comfort thing is a big issue it and it is an issue but i do get a great deal of comfort from this i get a lot of comfort and i'm very happy i'm a very happy person and i'm very happy to be an atheist i'm very proud of being an atheist very proud i love it i love it and i get a great deal of joy and purpose out of it and some people just don't get it so what i'm going to ask you now i want you to hold my hand all right as i'm recording this i'm holding my hand out right now um you can you can just pretend you're holding my hand you don't actually have to hold your hand out and actually but just in your brain just imagine me grabbing your hand i'm holding it out right now i actually am as i'm recording this and i'm grabbing it right now so here it is, I'm holding out your hand, alright, you're sitting down, you're relaxed, holding your hand, it's alright, you're safe, I'm holding your hand, it's okay, it's okay, now listen, listen, it's very likely there's no God, alright, it's very likely there's no God, that's alright, it's very likely, but you don't have to worry, you don't have to worry, there's no evidence to suggest that there's any life outside of this hold my hand there's no evidence to suggest that there's a life outside of this there's no evidence to suggest that there isn't but there's none to suggest that there is either it could be either or but who knows all right who knows all right who knows and people all say that who knows but consciousness clearly comes from brains yeah brain damage can seriously alter your consciousness yeah so it does come from your brain and when you die unfortunately your brain decays which would lead you to believe what there mightn't be life outside of this hold my hand it's okay <laughs> it's getting weird now all right hold my hands i'm still holding my hand though as i'm recording this by the way hold my hands it's all right now People say, what's the point in living if there's no God or there's no afterlife? It's all right. I'm going to tell you. Ricky Gervais said made a good point. People think atheists have nothing to live for. It's wrong. It's the opposite. We have everything to live for, but nothing to die for. All right. All right. You're here for your 80 odd years. If you're lucky, you might get less. Hold my hands. On my hands. Just because there's no afterlife 
doesn't mean there's no heaven as such. I'm going to give you a theory I have about heaven. Life is filled with suffering. Filled. No, I mean filled with suffering. Like, it's just constant, start to finish. Everything is suffering, alright? Things can be good for a while, but everyone you know is going to die. Everyone you love is going to die. You get a dog. Oh my god, I love this dog. It's going to die. You fucking, yeah. Even if bad shit's going to happen. Always, and it's always going to happen. Even if you want good shit, you're going to have to put up with bad shit. You want to get into college, you got to study. If you want to pass college, you got to study. That shit, laugh. Never mind that. If you want a cup of tea, you got to get up and boil the kettle and get the fucking milk out of the fridge. Me, I want to record a podcast. I just spend a whole week reading books, reading fucking shit in the internet, asking people questions. Everything is struggle. You got to work towards everything. Everything is struggle, no matter what. You can't avoid it. You can't avoid struggle. We evolved to constantly look over our shoulder because we are about to get eaten. <laughs> That's what we are. That's what we are as an animal. That's all we are. Hold my hand. <laughs> Alright? That's what we are. Everything is suffering. Everything is a struggle. And when you die, you no longer have to worry about any of that. Every worry you have in your day-to-day life, every concern, every fear, everything, when you die, it's gone. You don't have to worry anymore. You You don't get to love anymore. You don't get to be happy anymore. You don't get to be, you don't, you don't, you don't feel joy anymore. Fair, fair, but grief is just the price you pay for love. You can't have one route the other. It's yin and yang. So when you die, you don't get to, you don't get these things anymore. You don't suffer anymore, but you don't also don't get happiness. So it's kind of bittersweet. But everything bad that's ever happened to you. You're never going to have to experience that ever again when you die. And the downside is... You're free of having to experience emotion and suffering. But the only downside is... You're no longer conscious to to appreciate it. But if you were conscious to appreciate it... That's when worries would start coming back. So when you die... You no longer have to worry about anything ever again... Nothing bad will ever happen to you ever again. Ever. Once you're dead. Ever. That's heaven. It's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. Okay, you're not in a cloud and you're not living in eternal bliss in the way you were taught, but you will live eternity without ever having to experience anything bad ever again. That's heaven. That's eternal fucking bliss. Eternal fucking bliss. It's real. It's just not what you were told it was. It's not what you were told it was. Hold my hands. Hold my hands. Now, what does that mean? It means you have these few years. Make them fucking count. Make them fucking count. Because you fucking can't. You fucking matter. You're listening to this right now. You fucking matter. You're a person. You have an insane amount of value. An insane amount of worth. And an unbelievable amount of potential you have no fucking idea and you have so much time it's not that much time in the grand scheme of things but you have a lot of time use it and don't fucking waste it if your fucking parents wanted you to be an accountant but you actually want to fucking be a photographer fuck that you don't have enough time for that start being a fucking photographer give up the accountancy be what you fucking want to be because none of this matters. None of this matters. You're still holding my hand. None of this matters. None of it. You're going to die. And you're never going to experience anything ever again. And you're going to live eternity of freedom. Of nothing. And then, if, and then not that long after you die, no one's going to remember you. So little of what you do is going to have any consequence. Really? So you get to be whatever the fuck you want to be. Why the fuck not? There's no reason not to do any of this shit. You might say, well, what's the point in doing anything then? 
Yeah, fair. If you want to be a cynical cunt, what's the point in not doing anything? You have all this time and all this. There's so much fucking shit for us to do. So much. You can be whatever the fuck you want. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You're holding my hand. The only condition, the only condition is you get to be whatever you want, but you can't purposefully or knowingly get in the way of someone else being what they want. That's all. That's the only condition. And after that, none of this matters. We're all going to die. There's no sequel. Have fucking at it. It is literally your fucking oyster. Do what you fucking want. Do what you fucking want. Love as many people as you can. Make as many friends as you can. Do as much shit as you want to do as you fucking can. If all of us do that, if every single one of us does that, the world will become a better place. That's just a fact. And we don't need a God to do it. We don't need a higher power to do it. We don't need... We don't need a purpose. We don't need a meaning to life to do that. The meaning of life is the idea that life has meaning. And it can mean whatever the fuck you want it to mean. I'm going to let go of your hand now. It is scary. You're on a fucking giant rock spinning around a big ball of fire that's getting sucked into a black hole. It's fucking terrifying. But while you're here, you can do whatever the fuck you like with that time. As long as you don't get in anyone else's way. Live and let live. And the world will be a fucking fantastic place. Without a god. I love you all. I'll see you all next week. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be talking about next week. But I'll see you next week. I love you. Goodbye.